if you're continually reminding yourself of what is my best, what is my purpose kind of thing, what am I here for, it really just allows the rest to kind of dissipate. Mm. Like it's like remembering what you're here for, remembering why you're doing anything for. And I've just really gotten to a point in purpose in life. I'm like, if it doesn't serve me, then it doesn't, it doesn't like that. If it doesn't serve me and it's not for me, it doesn't serve me anymore. I literally left a job a month ago and I couldn't be happier with where I'm at because I was like, I just don't feel like it serves me anymore. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 78 of the Art of Human podcast. I am your host, Christian Rodriguez. Today, we have special guest. She goes by Alex. Her full name is Alexandria. And... She is a yoga teacher. She is a fitness instructor or soon to be. And she is a musician. She sings. She plays multiple instruments and she will be releasing music very soon. And she is going to school to become a dental hy- hygienist. Hygiene something is in it. Uh, but nonetheless, she's just a wonderful human being who has awesome perspective and insight. And to be frank with y'all, I say it during the podcast, but I was like, yo, man, I was like, how are you 21 and you're so freaking like wise? Like it really baffled me. Like, I was like, man, like, I don't know. I was like, that's intense. And it's so awesome. And I'm really glad that I was able to have the conversation with her and now I'm able to share it with you guys because she definitely drops some golden nuggets, I would call it. And um, I really hope you guys could find some value in this. Welcome to those who have already been here before. And welcome to those who may be new tuning in. I hope you're having a blessed moment wherever, whenever you are tuning into this check the description to connect with the podcast the social media pages check the description to connect with the guest check with the guest if you like her go support her and um without further ado guys let's get into it were you okay with starting now yeah all right cool i'm just double checking because i didn't really ask (laughs) (laughs) no you're good Right. Hmm. How do you feel? I feel good. I'm excited to do like an official like podcast like this. No. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Art of Human podcast. This is episode 78, and we have Alex. Her full name is Alexandria. Alexandria. Yeah. Okay. Um, and today is really cool because we're like at the park, which is, I don't know, I feel like it's like a dope vibe. Yeah. And like the camera setup's like actually pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alex, how are you? How are you feeling right now? Uh, I'm doing really good. I'm feeling good. I'm glad to be here today. First day of June, starting off the season good. Mm. <laughs> You're right. Today's the first day of June mm-hmm. and we're like six months through the year. Yeah. Which is which is pretty interesting how quickly that went by. Yeah, really interesting. How do you feel? Do you feel like the year has gone by pretty fast? I definitely feel like the year has gone by really fast, yeah. Uh for it to be twenty twenty one. 
because mm-hmm. it just felt like we were in 2020. And like when people say year, I really just am thinking like beginning of COVID. I'm thinking March of last year. So it's like we're in a new year. We're in like my birthday is the official middle day of the year. I'm born June 20th, which is the official solar solstice, which is the longest day of the year and the official first day of summer. So I'm realizing we're really like about to be in the smack dab middle of the, the year. Middle. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool. But I'm also like, I'm about to be a whole nother year of life older. So it's like, cool. It's really like two years, I feel like, or something. Two years of what? I feel like it's like two years of life almost because I'm like, I'm a year older, but we're almost in a brand new calendar year. Almost. Oh. Yeah. So it's like a year and a half. I feel like I age every year. But this yeah. year feels interesting. So it's really cool to see how much is changed for us to be this far i'm like for it to have been this amount of time it's like that felt like really fast but also not I'm a just lot like, of stuff uh, happened do you feel like yeah i feel like a lot happened <laughs> i feel like a lot happened with society i personally feel like i had a lot of growth i just feel like it's a it's a new life it really kind of is i really do like covid really i feel like saved me in a lot of ways i was able to have time I was able to expand on my ideas and activate them. So hmm. it was a blessing, I feel like, in disguise. Definitely in disguise, though. <laughs> in disguise. So how, do you want to... We're just kind of freestyling this because I feel that vibe. Um, what are some of these ideas that you're talking about that you got to brainstorm during COVID? Yeah, so I turned 21 in a pandemic. <laughs> so mm. last year I turned 21. And before I turned 21 that May, I had gotten certified as a yoga instructor. Mm. So now, getting ready to turn 22, I am a certified yoga instructor. This year, I have also gotten certified as a lifeguard and a swim instructor. I'm also, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. It's something that I've uh, really just wanted to activate in like my due service to like the community to expand our capabilities and just life saving skills. Like, really, water skills are necessary, especially in California. It doesn't matter where you are, but water saving skills are necessary. Um, The ability to learn to breathe properly with yoga for stress. That's initially why I was like, this is a big thing for me. Why I was like, okay. Um, I'm also working right now to become a certified personal trainer. I'm finishing that up. I'm mm. very excited about that because I've always done sports. I never really like learned to work out. So I was like, this is the best way for me to learn how to work out and teach other people that want to learn because that's not something that we really learn. We know, we know how to move, but like not what muscles are being activated i feel like and why it's important to activate those muscles hmm. we don't get to why i feel like a lot and i was like i want to know why mm-hmm. <laughs> what um with your yoga practices what's been like the thing like what's been the biggest highlight or like what's been the biggest like uh like whoa moment oh my gosh the biggest whoa moment i can say was when i went to my first sound bath um that was like it was sometime in the pandemic it was around february i believe that was just man mind-blowing um i have a large music background spans over about 12 years i believe i play Mm -hmm. tenor saxophone um i sing but that sound bath was life-changing it really was it allowed me to just feel so at ease and what we call a yoga high and it was like one of the best experiences that i've ever had and I am so grateful to have been at that event. I almost didn't go. And I am really so grateful and thankful that God placed me there because, um, unfortunately, the practitioner, she was susceptible to COVID and she did pass. 
But I am so grateful to have been in her presence because she graced me with that understanding of how important it was to activate ourselves, like our minds and our body through sounds. And that's what sound bowls are for. They're really for you to get a higher understanding of like where your mind and body could be just by tuning into these sounds that are happening, as we do with other types of music, but simply just these specific notes and sounds. So that was really one of the biggest parts. And now I have my own sound bowls. Um, there are two different types. There's crystal sound bowls, which are literally crystal glass. They're very thin. I'm a bit heavy-handed, so I have the metal Tibetan handles. So you handles. can't break it? <laughs> yeah, like, you can if you drop it. Let's not be like, all right. But it won't be as easy as the crystal one. No, no. They're okay. definitely both pretty sturdy, but I just know I'm a little heavy-handed. So, yeah, I'm glad that I have the Tibetan bowls. They're really cool. They work on different chakras because of the notes that they have. Hmm. So they activate different types of energy centers by the binaurals. Binaurals are essentially the notes in our brains that act by hearing certain sounds. I feel like all of us have, to a certain degree, heard a song or two and you're just like, ooh, this just this note just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what the soundbars are doing. They're getting just that note, so you're like, that's that feel-good note for you to really just be in that note, be in that state for longer. Okay, and then my question is actually, if you could elaborate on it, what is a sound bath? Mm-hmm. So a sound bath, I know most people are just like, it's a bath. It's not. <laughs> a sound bath is essentially when you are at a session and you've got different types of sound bowls or you've got sounds like chimes or the bells or even like they sound like the little, uh, uh, I'm blanking on the chimes. Yeah, like the rain chimes and just different like sounds. They've got gongs as well. It's really just where you're in a meditative state. Um, most classes they do a little yoga before to get your body warmed up and they get your mind warmed up through meditation, your lungs warmed up through the breath work that you're doing. And then it's like, all right, your body is prepared for this new state of easiness and you ease into it just by allowing the sounds to just wash over you like a bath, hmm. really just immersing yourself in what's going on. And it's like you're in your own meditative state of just feeling everything just that is there for you when you're experiencing those sounds so when you do a sound bath is it usually like a group yeah you could do a sound bath as Mm. a group you could do it as an individual person one-on-one um yeah i do sound bath sessions right now i have two different bowls i do have a friend who i do work with because he has a crystal bowl so hearing the two types of sounds together as well as like with our chimes and our gongs and different sounds it really is just like a way to be immersed in those sounds and be like okay i understand how my body feels when i hear these sounds so for me i felt like sound bowls and sound baths were important because it's like if i know my body could feel this way when I hear this note how can I make my body kind of feel this way all the time and like my yoga practice or affirmations I tell myself or in activities I enjoy you know Mm -hmm. so I call it a euphoric understanding and for me that was really one of them I was like ah this just makes me feel so great I want to have this all the time (laughs) that's really cool I'm just getting into like well I'm not really practicing particularly like yoga but for people listening and i mean you already kind of know but i started doing like flow training um which is a i guess it's a type of training that this guy called mike chan created i think he's the one who actually created the whole i like that particular style of training Mm. called flow training and it has like practices from all different types of like arts like it has some yoga it has some qigong it has um, tai chi, it has breath work, 
but it it goes with what you were saying about when you do the sound bath like you work yourself up to the point where you do that like really deep meditative part which in your case was like the sound bath yeah but yeah i think that's really interesting because and how you were mentioning earlier about how you learning about exercise but then how each muscle group like has its own influence on your body like i think that is important to learn about because because that's you're making working out or movement more so into an intimate experience with yourself versus it being something to impress the external world yes exactly what do you what do you how do you feel about that i 10,000 percent agree that's exactly why i do like all the things i do so you can find that understanding of how this applies to everything else so like even the simple thing of like breathing i can use breath work when i'm swimming because it helps me with anxiousness even on certain things and you know a lot of people i've taught you know three months old up to 76 year olds and swimming before like beginner beginners and the thing that like people kind of forget is like if you're a rock you sink if you're a feather you float Mm. (laughs) you can't tense up in the water and like breath work is something that allowed me to understand yeah that's very important in the water that's a life-saving skill when i'm in the work environment to like reduce physical stress and maybe feeling that could prevent an anxiety attack like knowing how to tap into your breath alone because you can feel you biologically have i think it's 36 to 56 seconds don't quote me on the numbers exactly but you have time before your body fully taps into an anxiety attack and if you can be in tune with yourself and feel like things are changing and i see this you can take control of your power and change the course of that and really be always in the mindset be more consciously in the state of i'm okay this is feeling great or i'm growing and moving through this to get to the greater part so it's not always feeling like so woe is me because i feel like in this world it's really easy to get like that mm-hmm. <laughs> what for you in particular um do you do when you get into those really anxious moments like is there a particular like style of breath or like do you do like 60 seconds or like what do you usually do for that yeah so if i'm in a stressful situation um or if i'm feeling like anxious or anything like that typically i literally and i'll do this to my friends i've done this to strangers before and it really works i'll just be like breathe and i just say that out loud i'm like let's breathe like let's let's take a moment let's just breathe because you verbalizing that you know that's a lot of chemical reactions that have to go on for you to verbalize anything so once you're finally there your brain really hears it from the outside and it's kind of like oh they told us to breathe okay you know i tap kind of into breathing and i do a four count breath where i inhale for four exhale for four then i make it deeper inhale for five exhale for five for six and so on so i pretty much just expand the lungs i tune my mind into the breathing only and then I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's let's make a plan from here. Let's figure out what I need first. And then I assess what my body needs. And I'm like, have I eaten today? Have I had any water? Those two things alone could change up whatever else is about to happen. So I assess kind of how I'm feeling and or why I'm feeling. But I can't do anything until I just like kind of like, it's like that shut off. It's like the Thanos snap when I'm like, breathe. <laughs> it's like everything is gone. <laughs> so do you do you almost, because this is kind of what I feel like happens with me nowadays when I do like meditation and stuff. Is it like you first want to like find the neutral? Like for instance, like if your emotions are pretty high, mm-hmm. you first want to come down. And then once you've basically come back to being neutral, then you start to mindfully go through why is it that I got to that point? Is yes. that kind of what you, 
because you just mentioned like did i eat today did i get you know so you kind of start running through the checklist kind of thing mm-hmm. okay yeah no definitely like that because it's like you really like you said until you're back to where you can like really think clearly Mm because there's too many emotions going on and your emotions are going to cause that physical stress that heartbeat it's going to cause your muscles to tense up and although you may kind of try to put um that mask per se in front of your mind that like i'm okay you biologically still aren't okay you really need to just give yourself that time so i believe that's why i'm like just wait like you said wait till you're there give your body that time you know like you've got your own timing it may be a few minutes it may be an hour if you need to shoot you know but you have to give yourself that time otherwise you're gonna mess up like the rest of the course of what you're trying to do i feel like (laughs) yeah and i think one of the things i've been talking about I forget who I was talking to it about, but I feel like within our culture, and I'll just say the America, United States, California, because that's what I really know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's always been like, don't cry. You know, like someone's starting to cry. Don't cry. Don't. But it's like, yeah. what do you mean if they're starting to cry? Why does it make sense to stop it? Yeah. Like it's, it's you're pretty much saying resist, resist. Like, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm not here to judge people that do that because I've been one to do that. Yeah. But my thing is, like, I think as a culture, as a society, we need to start changing that because that's teaching us to suppress ourselves versus to allow the energy to flow, which people maybe don't think about it this way. But I know this is true because I've just experienced it through my mindfulness that the environment that you are in will influence you. And so if there is one person in the room that is is dealing with anxiety and there's a lot of tension, that's going to somehow manifest. But if there's someone who's just very flowy and very neutral and very peaceful, then that person inspires the environment in the room. Mm -hmm. So as a society, as a culture, the more people that are at peace, then there's more peace within the whole organism that we are. But the more anxiety that there is and the more resistance and suppression, we inspire other people to suppress themselves and then now it makes it even more hard to let go because we're so fearful of we're going to get judged because we're not suppressing, yes. you know, because we're actually be crying yes. because we're ex- we're letting these emotions just kind of run their course yeah. versus just pretending to be tough. No, I 10,000 agree. And because you're not letting those emotions flow, now you've created, like you just said, you've created more uh, physical tension and anxiety because now your ego is trying to play and not allow your emotions to show. You're just constantly putting up walls and putting up walls. For me, mantras are a really big thing, too. Um, When I see someone crying, my thing is, you know, people cry for many different reasons, but fear, stress, and not feeling okay is a big thing. So for my thing, my biggest thing is like when I'm crying or someone's crying, it's like my big thing is you are safe, you are protected, and you are blessed. Like hmm. those three things remember that like, you know, I'm I'm okay. You know, because sometimes okay, we say okay too much, you know. I feel like we need trigger <laughs> words that like make us like <laughs> tap into like, oh, this is really all right. Because we're like, you're okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> you know? No, I'm for sure. Like I feel like you ask people, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like damn, you, you know we're not doing, like you know what I'm saying? Like I could, like not to like, but like let's no, be dude. real. Like not everyone's okay. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, which don't get me wrong, like, of course, in certain circumstances, you might not, you might feel scared to really be like, no, I'm not okay. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's that no. approach, too, that matters as well, too. Because, like, a big thing that I started doing, I was at 
um, wow, this was a while ago I started this. Um, I've been a pescatarian now for nine months, and the last time that I was at Chick-fil-A, so a while ago, I remember that I... Like something told me to ask the lady how she was doing. How are you doing today? Because, you know, they're always so cheery and like everything. And like I was at the window. So I just started talking to her. I was like, how's your day going today? How have you been? And this lady just needed to unload. She was going through a lot. You know, it was graduation season. She's got two kids. They're doing great. But, you know, mom and all this stuff. Like she really just needed an ear. And it's not like it's anything really drastic. It's things that we're just like, yeah, we know. But someone really needs an ear. And like. Although, like, she was giving me I'm okay, I could tell there was, like, that face, that work face of I'm okay. I was like, you're not really okay. Mm-hmm. And she just needed another ear. She needed another moment. She needed to be able to work through her emotions because sometimes we're in situations that really sucks, like even workplace environments where you can't truthfully feel through what you need to get through so you could productively finish. And I was like, that sucks. It's early in the morning. I don't know how long you've been here or how long you're going to be here and you're feeling like this it's not gonna be better for anybody you know so i just feel like asking people hey how are you doing today and like see their response because some people like i've asked that before and they're like taken back they're like because they're so like hi how can i what can i do for you we're gonna get you because they're like we have like quoted me because of upper management i have this to do because of what upper class or upper whatever told me i have to do and it's already putting that stress on yourself you already know you have those things you have to do but you know it's just that added stress on top of whatever interpersonal things you had going on whatever you have going on at home or whatever else you're doing you know I feel like just taking a moment every single day to just step aside of ourselves and to really see what's going on in someone else will allow us to understand, like, how human we all really are. Like, what we've really all got going on and that you're not alone and it's okay. And, like, everybody goes through things type thing, you know? So that's yeah, a big thing. A hundred percent. And I think something that's helped me and maybe me sharing this could help someone in the audience or maybe even you. Like, something that's helped me is to see some really, really happy compassionate successful people in this world who express their vulnerability and their fears and when they express themselves in a very vulnerable position where you're just like man they're a person who is very nice i think they're amazing at what they do but they're also willing to say that they're scared or they were scared or they went through these struggles and for me that's one of the most inspirational things or when people release music and in the music they release really sensitive information like i absolutely like love that because i think that is power like i really think that that's where you manifest real real power and i think that's where you inspire like a lot because i think the second that you admit to fear like you admit that you have it Mm -hmm. you give it power then you get you overcome the the fear controlling you and now you've in a way been able to see it eye to eye and if it's not in that moment constantly accepting it mm-hmm. eventually you overcome it mm-hmm. by saying it's so like it's so i do fear it and i feel and it's like it's all right mm-hmm. you know and that that's been really powerful what do you feel for you has been something that's helped you to maybe have the motivation to tackle your fear or what's been something that's helped you overcome fear Mm, overcoming fear 
Um, you know, honestly, something that made me overcome fear was actually kind of goes back to the crying thing mm-hmm. <laughs> because I've learned that growing pains hurt. It doesn't matter what type of form it is, they hurt and tears are necessary. So, you know, it took a while for me even I, you know, it's really crazy that that's ingrained in us because I would be at home like literally alone like nobody's at the house because they left for 30 minutes or something and like I'm having like a little fit and I'm crying and I'm telling myself don't cry I'm just like Mm -hmm. you know and and I was starting to put that ego up and I was like who am I fighting with literally (laughs) nobody's here here. (laughs) literally I was like my dog's not even here to watch me cry (laughs) like you know yeah so when I started seeing that I kind of really allowed just so much that we learn as a society to be used in my everyday and I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was crying and I was like, that's ugly. You don't look cute when you cry. I'm not a cute crier. And I was like, I don't like to look ugly. You need to stop crying. And I was like, that's why you don't cry because you're too cute to cry. <laughs> I was like, there's no reason to cry. And then he's like, I don't like you seeing you sad. You know, when I see other people cry, it makes my heart hurt. It makes me want to cry. So like when I saw myself cry and I saw myself crying, I was just like, you don't want to cry. You don't want to feel like that. And you know it was really just that like that was a big thing that kind of like helped me get through it i was like you don't want to feel like this you don't like this right now and you don't want to feel like this forever or longer than you have to so why don't we try to do this now what do you need like that was the biggest thing like even up to this morning like i had to do that because i was starting to feel upset about things it's just like you know it's really easy to create that i just feel like looking into like what's really happening and that takes a lot but really verbalizing what's happening you know even like in therapy they'll be like these are touch points like okay this is a table this is the air this is grass this is a microphone like verbalize like bring yourself back to reality you know where are you currently what's really going on i feel like we kind of space out in our minds so much and create all this stuff that's not happening sometimes it's like what are you really upset about, you know? So for me, it was just stating exactly what is really happening in real time brought me back to mindfulness and consciousness, what's happening in the moment. And then just seeing, like, looking at myself. Even, like, I'll, I have ugly pictures of myself crying. I was like, oh, no, why is it crying? You look so sad. Like, you know, you know I don't like that. Or, you know, um, sometimes I have certain files that I've hearted just to, it's like a file of like dogs and flowers of like things that I just like that makes me happy you know like good songs so when even if you like I'm upset and I look at my phone at least iPhones I know they have that like thing that'll pop up here and they're like oh these pictures you know so I could be upset but it'll give me that reminder of like there's no need to be sad like you know there's no need to feel like this is forever because it's not because I feel like that's the next step you're upset and you're like this is the feeling forever Mm -hmm. and so really like I just feel like activating and consciousness mindfulness of like bringing yourself back to where you are in the moment and then looking at how you really looking like even when you look upset you're like oh that's gonna create a lot of wrinkles I should just stop that you know (laughs) Like, think, look look about that. Look at that. Think about the long term. You're like, I don't want that. And I feel like that's what kind of helps you create the healthier habit for it. That's really been the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, one of the one of the things that I, this is actually something that I learned from Mike Chang. Um, he had a video on YouTube and I watched it and it legitimately like instantaneously had a benefit on me. Like I started nice. practicing it like right there in the video. And it was basically like... Um, or maybe it wasn't that particular video, but I know he's mentioned it. But it's this idea that when you feel an emotion, you think you um, you stop 
perceiving the emotion as being so, something separate from you. Yes. So, for instance, like if I'm angry or if I'm sad, I am the anger and I am the sadness. So, in that mm-hmm. sense, I don't have to be frustrated at the fact that, oh, I'm upset, I'm upset, da 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, it is, I am the sadness, so I will immerse myself in, like, that feeling and let it pass. Mm-hmm. I will, if I'm angry, and I could just kind of fake it right now, mm-hmm. you know, just imagine something happened, I got angry. <sighs> right, and then Mike Chang mentions how, like, the emotion might spike, because you might think of something. Mm-hmm. But then you, you keep, you keep, you know, you, I'm angry, but I'm not here projecting my anger. Yes. I'm not here breaking things. I'm not here yelling at you. I'm not complaining about the thing that allegedly got me angry. Like I'm here and I'm, be, I'm one with anger. Yes. And in that sense, then you could legitimately allow the emotion to extinguish versus Imagine the emotion being like a fire and I'm here lighting this and I'm lighting this and I'm lighting everything. And imagine that. Like imagine if you really, if your emotions were like a fire, just imagine how much craziness would be if now you had to put out a whole fire versus let me just put out the fire that's right here. Let it di- dis- like disappear. Yes. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but that in itself is an art form. Mm-hmm. Like that in itself is an art form. And I could say that just because I've practiced it. And it's something that, that you need to practice for yeah. sure. It really is. And like even the breathing, there are many different types of breathing techniques such as that that can bring you into it. But I definitely felt like, you know, even that sometimes... That's why I didn't instantly say the breathing because I know some people are like, well, maybe I'm not doing it right. or And then you start focusing on that and then that adds another wheel of whatever to the emotion at the time. So that's why I'm just like, literally, it's like bring yourself to what is happening around you. Like, even if you're just like, these are my shoulders, this is my hair, this is this. Like, you know, bring yourself really back to reality. And then I'm just like, okay. Because like by doing that, you're already decreasing like the adrenaline and your heart rate. You're already doing that. And now you're like, Okay, now I can breathe because I can remember to breathe. And I was like, I agree with you because there have been, I have been able to get to higher, like, you know, elevations of that to be able to be like, just like, okay. And like, that's a big thing that I do now too. Like, I tried to do the breathing because I agree. It's like, if you don't, like, you really can let that, like, just spread around. Even in simple things that you're trying to do, like, I was just upset about something like this morning and then I was just like, and then I bumped my shoulder, like just the slightest bump. And I was like, oh my gosh, now that happened. I was like, man, it's not that big a deal. Like just breathe. Like, (laughs) you know. But but before we get too far, I do want to, like, I want to say that like the point that you make is like really good too, though. Like, (laughs) like seriously, like actually being mindful of the, like, just like, you know, like kind of feeling shit. And like Mm. you're saying, like, that's the grass. This is the mic. Like, that's the most real thing. Cause then it then it's like oh everything is here yeah you know like this is here even though my thoughts are racing mm-hmm. like like you know what I'm saying like yeah. but by doing that I think that's that's really great because it kind of reminds you that everything's just one thing yeah it's not like my thoughts are there this is there like no everything is here all all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great strategy. <laughs> I didn't want to. I, I apologize. I didn't really no, yeah. like validate that yours. after, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Yeah. 
super lit. Yeah, I really think that there's just many things that we could do, but I like I like that. The the breathing and the just activating mindfulness of where you are. Those are definitely the top two for me, I'd say. Okay. Um what who or what do you have any particular like role models that like maybe you look up to or who have inspired you in any way? Um, yes. If I had to say any role models off the top of my head, I would say my mom. <laughs> I would say Keena McGregor, who is an Ashtanga yoga teacher, and I would say Robin Fenty Rihanna. <laughs> who's who's the last two? Robin Rihanna Fenty. Who's that? Rihanna. That's her oh, full name. Oh, Rihanna. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got many names, many aliases, but I really love her, and I admire her for her business ethic. Um, just, you know, being... One of the richest female owners, you know, just one of the richest women in the world, like owning multiple businesses and just like her activism and how she's really there to give people empowerment through her products is a big goal of mine as well. And I really just admire her for that. And just her fashion, you know, I love clothes. Even my editor for all of my website stuff, he's a fashion designer. So I love me, the clothing industry, upcycling. I love all that and just Kino because she was a big factor in me doing yoga like full on um she was a big online youtube inspiration for me and i don't use youtube like that but now i'm learning the online world and i'm like that was a good introduction for me i was like i could get stuck in this rabbit hole of like all these things (laughs) like i remember and i was in like seventh or eighth grade and i found her on youtube and i was just like oh i want to do like splits on the wall and headstands and all these crazy stuff like she inspired me because i was like you know just to have someone that was willing to show you the breakdown of how to do something and that i was like i could see myself doing that it gave me the uh confidence and the validation that you can do this too type thing i was like yes i love that And I would just say my mom because she's just such a caring person and she is really thoroughly big on, you know, if you're not putting your best foot forward, you can't be upset about what you get in return. And I think that that's something that has really had to be instilled in me because of um, there are so many things that could cause us to feel stressed. But if you're continually reminding yourself of what is my best, what is my purpose kind of thing, what am I here for? it really just allows the rest to kind of dissipate. Mm. Like, it's like remembering what you're here for, remembering why you're doing anything for. And I've just really gotten to a point in purpose in life. I'm like, if it doesn't serve me, then it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, that's, if it doesn't serve me and it's not for me, it doesn't serve me anymore. I literally left a job a month ago and I couldn't be happier with where I'm at because I was like, I just don't feel like it serves me anymore. I took what I learned from that and I'm able to use those skills, you know, and even if things, not that it did, but if any experience anyone has, it's like that ended bad. Don't let that ending be the pinnacle of what it all was. You know, it's kind of like the anger and not accepting like the fullness of it, except what really was there, although it may have had that to it. Accept and take what you can from this and you go on with that because that's what that experience was for for you. Mm. So I feel like that has allowed me to not... um become stagnant in things allowed me to have a lot of experiences and understand that things have timelines and not be so upset about them when they don't work out the way I want them to although we get upset (laughs) and like you know just be a little more yeah you know that wasn't for me that I was doing that because that was someone else's best I was doing that because that was someone else's expectation that's not what that is for me and that's not what I need so she's big on like 
being your own person, being confident in what you're doing. And if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, stop trying to push that because what's for you is going to come to you regardless. <laughs> Damn. I feel like that's such a like easy way, but like it's like oftentimes it's hard to just yeah. to to just live that freely. Yeah, I know. It really is hard, I believe, but consistency with everything in a plan. Because mm. even if you're just like, like for me with pescatarianism per se, because I'm a pescatarian and excuse me, there's many reasons why I was like, I'll do it. But my dad's a chef, so I have had access to some pretty good meats before. And so I was just like, what is my reason? Why am I really going to do this? And I was just like, for health benefits, you know, for just, you know, rights benefits to animals. I was just like, for independence, I want to be able to have access to all of my food. I can grow vegetables and go fish for fish easier than I could raise a land livestock animal mm -hmm. and or a child. So I'm like, I could just do this, you know, um, convenience, accessibility, price. You know, there are just many reasons for me why I did what I did. And I had to realize, was that for me? Is this a type of lifestyle I want or no? Because I love me some lamb chops. <laughs> I do. I love Mediterranean food. I love, 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 love me some lamb chops. But I was like, this isn't something that I could see myself having these type of nutrients, this fuel for myself all the time. It's something that I'm just like, my ego would like to eat this nice plated dinner like this mm. here and there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not practical with who my day in, day out is. And if it's not, I need to not have it be such a factor in my life. It doesn't matter that much. Mm. So just things that are only going to be kind of like, you know, a one-time thing that you know fully aren't making even after the impact that it will on your like body your soul your mind that you know it needs to it's like let that go mm. i had to let a lot of people go because i felt that i just let opportunities go because i felt that you know when someone's even trying to put their own boundaries of pressure on you and you feel that and you're not even accepted into that it's like this is a sign that this isn't for me it's just a mm. catalyst for more issues like the snowball effect so i feel like in order to make that work through all parts of your life you got to really just assess what is my purpose and how is this going to benefit me here and in the long term thinking about long term is something i feel will like help us a lot more in our temporary situation so we won't react that emotion mm. <laughs> So you basically like you have a, a very high purpose and you have a very long term plan. So that way, like losing the job, getting a new job, like losing a friend, getting a like. So then all those things are just like, oh, like it doesn't really mean as much as before. Literally and scientifically, energy is never created or destroyed. Nothing is ever, you know, and we say that like it's destroyed, like it's never going to be there again. Like even like that job. It was working at a nonprofit organization. I want to create my own nonprofit organization. I learned a lot from this experience, you know? It was for me for the time that it was for me. So I kind of just transitioned out of that stage of learning the knowledge that I need. Now I'm in a new stage. Now I'm able to start doing interning for the personal training, getting this new stage of what I'm being called to for now. Like we're always being called to things. It's just where it's being shifted. That simple fact was how I got out of the fast food industry. Because, like I said, my dad's a chef. Like, I know what quality food looks like versus not. And I just was getting so upset. <laughs> I couldn't be a part of it. I was like, my purpose is to help people in what I call a wellness warrior and better their life. I don't feel like working at a fast food place 
where we are upcharging people and I see that they're coming in here and they're upset, like, you know, like a little more upset than like you should be on certain stipulations of things because they spent money on this. Mm -hmm. And yes, I understand you spent money on this, but you and I both know you spent probably $30 on this like 20 piece wing. You could have spent $30 and went ahead and bought yourself groceries for the next week and a half, two weeks, and Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be that upset. And now, if you still wanted the thing, moderation, if you still want the experience, go ahead and come on in. You probably get a 10-piece. You get a 6-piece. You still get to do that, but you keep the longevity. So it's not putting your eggs into this basket so hard that you gave someone else power of. Mm. So you eliminate that room for error by taking control and going ahead and be like, well, I'm just going to make this meal. Like simple things like that is kind of how I feel like it's like you get less frustrated by everything and slowly start to eliminate the things that don't serve you. Hmm. I know. I know it's a bit of a process. Damn. <laughs> I feel like you definitely got, I feel like, I don't know, my friend Braxton, we just did a podcast and he was talking about how there's like the young 20s mm-hmm. to 30s and then there's like the old heads, 20 mm-hmm. to 30s. Mm-hmm. And he's basically talking about how like, you know, people who are like in their 20s or 30s who are like really like focused on a craft or who have this like purpose or goal and like they're constantly pursuing it like those are like people who like people will be like damn like you're only that old and like you're thinking (laughs) that way you're doing that yeah and like immediately with everything you're telling me that's like what how i feel on you i'm like whoa like that's freaking awesome that that you have the capacity to be that fluid of just like being able to let go of something and then move on to the next thing Cause that's like the that's like the game changer. Cause <laughs> like seriously, because think about why we have so much problems is because we're trying to hold on to things and we're not willing to let go of it. But if you have the ability to let go, like you're gonna have an amazing lifetime that I know you're gonna be able to help a lot of people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I really just it's really that I was just like I had to let go. It was causing me too much stress. It really was like I really. Like, I really say COVID saved me in a lot of things because I had had a lot of stress and, like, the loss of, like, friends and what I felt like myself was, like, in late 2019. So, 2020, I was just, like, everybody was, like, okay, yeah, like, we're ready for 2020, 2020. I was, like, okay, I'm ready to figure out who I'm going to be. And then we were in the house, so I had nothing but time to go ahead and just craft and mold this and figure this out. Like I said, activate the things that had already been active in my soul like knowing this so I was able to just tap into that and I feel like that's why meditation and mindfulness is so necessary because it allows you to sit still and that's why I say even the sound bowls are necessary because they allow you to really hear those sounds but sit still and enjoy the tones you know like music is for you to enjoy enjoy this certain tone or melody that makes you feel a certain way but a lot of our music can become oversaturated with messages that don't really let you just feel that like I'm like I feel like lo-fi beats instrumental stuff like that like I was like it really just makes you feel like productive even you know like they have those in business offices like you know that when it's not elevator music you know stuff like that that really makes you feel like okay I could get into this I could like get some stuff done I'm feeling kind of active you know like those certain sounds the certain foods we put in our body the certain people that we allow around all that all that is can cause you stress and like just one thing I want to say because it just popped into my head I feel like a big thing that a lot of people do when they're just like 
well I can't cause this, I can't cause this, I can't cause this, I can't cause this. Look at how many times you just told yourself, I cannot. You're not taking your power. You're not activating your power that you have. You're not activating your reason why you're here. Like think about it, like you're a human being. Like you can talk and you have thumbs and literally because we have those two things, we're better than animals. Like that's it that makes us better. Like, th like, think about it. We can communicate in a different language than they can, and we have thumbs. That's all that makes us better. So if you have those two things, even if you don't have thumbs, even if you don't have limbs, you know, that inspires me as well. Like, seeing, like, the, the um, Disabled Olympics, the... Have you, have you ever seen the Olympics? The Paralympics? Yes, the Paralympics. Yes, the Paralympics. Some people, like, inspire me like no other. I'm like, you're doing things that I should be able to do with the things that I have, and I'm not doing them. You know? Mm -hmm. Like you said, like, seeing other people activate their selves is very motivating and very inspirational. But I feel like what we do is set them on a pedestal so easily of now that's so unattainable for me you know it is attainable for any and everyone who just puts their heart and their mind into what it is that they want to do that serves them so by saying i cannot do this you've already put yourself in a position where you can't do that even if it's difficult it's not gonna be comfortable none of it's comfortable it's never comfortable until you allow it to be in your level of comfort and also for myself i just demand and know that i deserve a higher quality of life and i'm just like I'm allowing just too much to happen in my energy cycle that shouldn't be happening, you know? Like, people were starting to just come at me wrong and talk to me in ways that I don't approach people, you know? It's really you give what you get, and when you're starting to get things that you know in your heart and soul that you're not giving, I feel like that's a large clue for you to just head on out of there, like, break mm. that. Because I'm like, you know, if you're not giving that, why are you getting that? Because that person has their own issues, because they're reflecting their self onto you, and they're not ready to tackle that. And if they're going to keep doing that, then you got to go. Because you don't deserve that. You're not going to accept that. That's putting yourself on that pedestal that you deserve, because you are. <laughs> Damn, dude. That was like a whole podcast right there. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the humanity talk. So, basically... There's a two-part, and I think I mentioned this before. Okay. But what is something within society right now that you feel is like, wow, like I'm actually really proud of us as a species because we've developed in whatever way, or we created this, or we did that, or I'm seeing more of this. Mm. And then let's do the contrary, which is like, what is something that we need to focus more of our attention on? And you could you could start with whichever one you think is better. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'd firstly like to say that I love that um, the people who live on the planet that serves us and gives us air are starting to realize that this is what gives us air. There's a lot of new um, materials that are becoming recyclable, compostable, upcycled. The other day, I saw that this lady, um, I believe she's in San Francisco, even stationed up there, she created this type of floor tiling that is made of like completely 100% recycled materials. Like, the fact alone that I was like, you created a tile-type structure that someone could live on in their household, and it's made of a structure that I know isn't going to hurt anything. For me, you know, this consumerism, creating something big that, you know, is just a one-time use, kind of like the meal that's a one-time thing just for the one-time meal, and it doesn't serve you fully, is just ridiculous. And I'm not going to invest my time, money, or effort into anything that doesn't serve me like that. So us realizing how much we need 
the trees that give us air, how much we need the soil that allows us to have the fruits and vegetables that's maybe overpriced at our, you know, supermarkets and are probably better and ethically sourced at our local farmers markets and marketplaces, you know, things like that. I definitely have seen even that alone, more farmers markets. Uh, I know at least in my area, I've, up the coast, Cali, I've been checking it out more. There's more farmers markets. People are just like sustainably sourced. People are having their own independently run businesses, which is a great thing as well. They're just like taking control of their power. That's something great. And I just love to see that, that we're finally realizing like, hey, we can go ahead and reuse these things. Like there's many purposes for all these things, how much everything matters. Um, and that just makes me happy that we're going to be able to like keep growing like things are going to keep going and like because i'm like everything's going to become recyclable you know like even like i don't know if you guys know but there's like soap that like you could buy and it's like the little like it's like a little tablet thing you put water on it once you're washing your hands and that's what activates it instead mm-hmm. of buying soap that's already got water in it and that's why sometimes it separates and you got to shake it up or whatever to activate it why don't you just use because you pay for water don't you <laughs> to use that so you paid for water in this packaging with plastic to use the water that you got to pay a bill for Mm. to use on top of that you know like take your power back we don't need all that extra stuff you know um i'm big on minimalism but another thing that i could say that we could work on a lot more man i think that just the biggest thing that we could work on as an entire universe what we could work on as an entire universe right now is allowing our responsive times to not come out of us until we are ready to hear that be said to ourselves. So again, we should not allow responses to come out of us until we are ready to hear that to ourselves. So kind of proofreading. Again, it's like that fire with the motion that we're lighting. I see too much on social media. There's things that are said that I'm just like, you definitely didn't proofread that because there's typos. And on top of that, you must have been in a rage. You must have not read that. Because I feel as though things would not be said if they were read back to someone's reading that to you. Because you wouldn't want to read that. You wouldn't want to feel that. Again, like when you're crying, you don't want to see someone else sad. So you don't want to be crying. Really just empathizing, putting, take yourself out of yourself a lot and understand the humanity of what's going on in the world. And I feel like you won't be so quick to respond. You won't be so quick to do things or any or say things or just act a certain way that you know is going to be harmful to someone else so i really think there's something we could work on as an entire universe is response times everything doesn't have to be so fast if you aren't ready to respond to that email don't respond to that email because you're gonna sit here and now you're stressed on if that response you gave was appropriate enough and waiting for their reply again you just gave someone else some power over you again and now you're stressed out you weren't ready to read that you weren't ready to say that now you know take control of your power like you know everybody tries to infringe upon you their deadlines you have yours as well and as long as you're communicating and everybody's in agreement, there's no issues. That's what I'm saying. Like, take time to think about those response. And then you'll have broader communication. Like, we're very uh, live fast, die hard. So, again, we're doing great with upcycling everything. I think that we're going to be great in the future as long as we keep it going. I hope that all of the children of the future, adults of the world, that we just continue to reuse. We don't need to keep creating new stuff. We can create new stuff from what we already have. There's Mm -hmm. a lot here. Look at what's at the base. And again, just look into yourself first if you would like to hear this coming from someone else before you say it to someone else. 
Damn. So that's pretty much like the golden rule, no? Like treat everyone the way you'd like to be treated kind of thing? I say treat everyone the way you would treat your closest lover. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you don't treat yourself the way that you should that's be That's a good overgive. point. Treat everyone the way you would treat your closest lover. That's actually be. that's actually the great point. Because it could be your dog. It could be your a best friend it could be your nephew yeah anybody that's actually true because yeah yeah, that's right a lot of times with yourself you wouldn't care to treat yourself that nicely yeah but if it's like an innocent baby or you're you just became an uncle like you would never want your little nephew that's actually a good point (laughs) that actually is probably better than the golden rule (laughs) we got new gold we got a new (laughs) damn that's like a platinum that's like the platinum standard yeah put it on the wall (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I was going to ask you, like, what's the message for the human race? But I feel like you basically just gave it. <laughs> and, like, anything... Yeah. Huh? Yeah, no, yeah. That's right? Because I feel like any, anything more than that would just, like, oversaturate, like, that beautiful moment. <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Otherwise, I think we should finish on that note. Um, for all of my social medias, you can check me out on Instagram. It's going to be peace oh mind peace oh mind um my goal is to have everyone experience peace of mind at the palm of their hands so p-o-m is going to be what you're looking for also if you want to follow me on my personal i do do weekly sound baths and that's going to be life's chill it's l-y-f-e-s underscore chill you guys can check me out on my socials i've got some youtube videos coming out later next month an entire series and i'll also be having in-person classes at choose fitness soon so very excited a lot of stuff coming up yeah guys and um i'll make sure to put everything she just said in the description so you guys can just uh find a description of this youtube video or wherever the hell you're listening to it just check the description um and yeah guys i think me and alex will probably end up doing some future content together i'm pretty sure so um if you guys enjoyed this podcast just make sure and leave a comment or just leave some sort of feedback so that so that we know that people want to maybe see this happen again either way we'll have it happen again yeah we're gonna do it we don't care it's our power we care (laughs) all right um alex i just want to say thank you so much yes uh you have definitely not a problem (laughs) you're always welcome uh you've definitely been another guest but very much like at a high level someone who i feel i mean you just took the show like seriously (laughs) like i didn't really have to do anything you just had so much wisdom and so much beautiful perspective and i know not only that but you said it in a very loving way (laughs) and i could i could definitely feel the 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 passion that you have for everything so thank you alex and uh until I mean, we're going to... next time. Yeah, until next time, we'll everybody. We'll, we'll be here. <laughs> Maybe a different park. Ooh. A different park, yeah. <laughs> All right, that is it. Super late. Whew.